Blog Talk Radio. Hello, I'm jazz vocalist and educator Shirley Crabb. Do you love great jazz conversation? Join veteran broadcaster and host Miss Bridget on Coffee Talk Radio for good coffee and great chat. As women in jazz, we are elegant musicians, prolific composers and arrangers, and we've established ourselves as the primary voices of our generation. Our various contributions to jazz are remarkable. You'll meet irresistible performers blessed with uncanny instrumental skills. You'll enjoy recording artists with multilingual voices selling out stadiums and venues around the globe. Be sure to visit my website at www.shirleycrab.com and follow me on Twitter at Shirley's Jazz. And be sure to visit the official Coffee Talk Jazz website at www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com. You taught my heart to sing
Can you hear me, Connie? Yes, I can. Fantastic. Yes, I can hear you well. Let me tell you what I think it is, the lines. We've added so many more lines, and I hope you heard your introduction. Were you able to do your intro? No, I just heard you. you, I heard the the song by Shirley, and then everything went dark. (laughs) Let me tell you. Let me tell you what I can hear you now. Perfect. There's so many people who are logging in. I think we needed to add more lines, so we have lots and lots and lots of lines. But because you didn't hear your intro, I want to go back to make sure that everyone knows who is on tonight. Because let me tell you, this is a delicious party tonight. So, guys, we have the one and only Connie Jackson, who is an actress, a singer. She runs on multiple tracks in the arts and entertainment space. She is the youngest of four sisters. She packed up her bag. She left Chicago. She says, I am out of here, and I'm moving all the way to Los Angeles. And she was hired by (laughs) legendary choreographer Michael Peterson, and the rest is history. And the coffee brews right now with the newest member of Coffee Talk, Connie Jackson, guys. I'm so excited. (laughs) Thank you, Bridget. So good to be here. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So before we jump into your background, your history, I have to tell you where all the love is coming from right now. Right now, um, hello to Moreno Valley. We have 289 folks who are hanging out from Moreno Valley. Hey, guys, so happy to see you on this Sunday. Oceanside, they love jazz down in Oceanside. We've got uh, 175 folks that are hanging out in Oceanside. Folks are still logging on. We've got Lancaster, Palmdale, Salinas, Pasadena. We know that we know they love jazz. We know they love jazz in Pasadena. You guys, welcome to the Coffee Talk Party. Let's see who else is hanging on. Of course, San Diego. Lots of love down in San Diego. We've got 560 folks, 573 more logging on from San Diego. Hey, guys, welcome to the party. So happy to have you all. And Florida. Hey, wow. Jacksonville, Orlando. We see you in the building. Clearwater, Florida. Palm Coast. I mean, we could go on and on. So how are you feeling about all this love tonight? I love it. It's like nice way, nice way to spend Sunday evening. <laughs> All right, awesome. So I want to get into. I want to talk about your song first before we jump into your acting. I'm so impressed with your background, with your history, and with your work ethic. And your song this day touched me. It, it touched me in a very deep, deep way. And so let's unpack your song this day, um, mm-hmm. who the company was with guitar songwriter, prolific songwriter, my friend, our friend, Terry Woman. <laughs> and so let's talk about this day and why you love it so much. I, I'm just, I'm loving the song. So let's just unpack that for a moment. Well, I first heard uh, this day, uh, it was on Ter- our friend Terry Woman's holiday album uh, called Joy- A Joyful Noise. And it was sung by Ellis Hall on that on that record. And I just found myself, I was drawn to the record then. And this was, I forgot what year it was, but it's been oh. a while. So uh, this day is not a new song. It's been, it's been recorded before. Um, and I just happened to uh, occasionally sing with Terry when he does his Spagatini shows, his holiday show at, the, at Spagatini. And yeah. 
you know, sang it with him a couple times. And, you know, and, and a, a memory came up on Facebook, um, a video of a past performance of the, of me and Terry doing this day at Spagatini. And someone wrote, and this was during the pandemic, during quarantine, mm. when this memory came up. So one of my friends said, you actually, my friend, Terry's wife, Melanie Taylor, the amazing Melanie Taylor, who's a, a singer, songwriter in her own right. Uh, she she did a little note on Facebook and said, you should sing that. You should record this song, sis. And I was like, you know, that would be nice. Just, you know, a, a regular conversation on Facebook. And Terry jumped in and said, I'm in. And I said, I wrote him a note back saying, let's talk. And it's, I wrote a note back saying, let's talk. And we talked. And here we are with a record. <laughs> and that was only in like February. So from February to wow. now, we recorded it. And the, and the entire song was recorded remotely. Uh, all the wonderful musicians, they all recorded from home. So, but it's a very special song. It came along for for the idea of recording it follows some really, you know, moments in my life that I'm really grateful, you know, to be here because it's a song of gratitude and, mm-hmm. and just living in the moment, you know, because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So we might as, you know, instead of worrying about and getting caught up in all the ra- the, the rat race that we all get caught up in, it's like, you just have today. This is the only day that we're okay. sure of at the moment that we're living. So, um, but for me, I had gone through a health scare in 2018 and came out on the other side of it. I am um, cancer survivor. Woo, woo, woo. And, um, and so it was kind of timely. Um, you know, we're all sitting at home during quarantine with, uh, you know, cause everybody's tours and things were canceled and people were, dealing with relatives who were sick or just, you know, just the general thing that everybody was going through. Everybody had something, you know, awful going on at that time. So, you know, you got a bunch of musicians sitting at home, not doing anything. And, and instead of just poor pitiful meing it of not being able to do anything, we just kind of jumped into action and started with, you know, recording a song. Terry produced everything. Um, just so wonderful. The song was written by Terry Woman, and his co-writer is Lilouette Fox. She's in Vancouver, a fabulous artist nice. in her own right. Um, and so we just kind of jumped in. Not it wasn't planned; it just happened. And so you know, and, and but that particular song, I mean, it's something that everybody can identify with, as far as Absolutely. like having some be grateful for and you know persevering and you know so it, it, it's a song that kind of hits everybody where they live you have said so many things I feel like my mind is like a little pinball machine right now if you ever let it go onto the <laughs> pier and you pull like a little pinball and the ball is kind of like all over the place right and so you said <laughs> so many things that just resonate with me that just get me so happy on the inside uh, and it mm-hmm it is so amazing. I think that oftentimes everyone is uh, rushing around, um, yeah. grabbing and getting, getting all they can, canning all they get, and then sitting on the can, and rushing around to go where to do what. And then you have, exactly. and people have like these long to-do lists. Or I was having a conversation 
uh, with a team member, and she kind of believes in team no sleep. I'm like, well, I'm not on that train at all. Um, as you get older, there's just so much wisdom when you're on the other mm-hmm. side of 50, and I'm way on the other side of 50, okay? Right. And so... And so they're all about, like, you know, team, no sleep enough. Everybody has assignments. Everyone has tasks. You know, you're supposed to get it done now. However you get that done, that's up to you. But I've never said don't go to sleep and stay up all night. That's not, you know, what it's about. And, and so they said, well, i got to get it done because what about tomorrow? And so that made me think about mm-hmm. your song this day. All you have is right now, this moment, yep. this second, this day, and what is the hurry? That's why I want to know, like, what these is... moments. Because, <laughs> yeah, you, you miss the moment. You know, it's worrying about tomorrow and you're not, you, you've missed what's happening in front of you. So, yeah, can't go back. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you absolutely cannot go back. So if Terry or Melanie is listening, shout out to you guys. What a beautiful couple. Um, I love to see them jam together on stage, and, and they really are the perfect pairing together. I think um, the, the last time I saw Terry and Melanie together, um, now this was when there was Spagatini and the Dave Cobb Lounge in Beverly Hills. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's been a while, right? So that's a minute. <laughs> um, my team and I, oh God. So yeah, we went out, uh, we went out to support, you know, what, what, what uh, Terry was doing. And then yeah. once Melanie got up, I was, I was just done. When she started singing, I was like, okay, wait. I was just it was great. Which, oh my yeah. goodness! So it was just she's pretty fabulous. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely fabulous. And so again, if you guys are listening, I just want to shout you guys out and thank you so much um, for lending your support on this particular project. And so, with that being said, I want to talk about your touring with the incomparable and legendary Phil Collins. What in the world was it like traveling with Phil? I mean, it, it's one of those, it's a bucket list moment, you know, <laughs> because always, it is, it really is. Because, you know, when you go to a concert and you see, you're in like these seats that are far away and you see the little tiny ant people that are right there around the stage and <laughs> you're like, oh, how do you get to be right there? <laughs> and then you get a tour and you are one of those little tiny ants that somebody's looking at from afar. And I mean, Phil is the best. Um, He, he's the best way to travel anywhere because he's not only a kind man and talent. I mean, he's an icon. Come on. Um, Absolutely. He just treat, they, they treat you like family. I have an extended family with that group of people. Um, You know, we, traveled and and stayed we stayed where he stayed we traveled on the private jet with him and and then you get to sing all these iconic songs so I just loved it and I made some lifetime friends for a lifetime you know that band was incredible and two of those two of my bandmates play on this are playing on this day uh Luis Conte who uh did percussion on the record and and uh Leland Sklar so I knew that I've known those guys since the uh, Phil tour, the final, the first final farewell tour. <laughs> so we've been buddies ever Cause, since cause then. Because I, I, I think he toured in 2019. I think so. Right. But that I was, think, I, think, I didn't do that tour. That was the, that was okay. the not dead yet tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> this is amazing how they come they up with the They called it the not dead, 
they actually called it the Not wow. Dead Yet tour. So yeah, but it was. I got to go and visit those guys in Vegas when they on their last show in Vegas for that tour. But I worked with Phil in in '04. That was the first leg of the of the farewell tour, and then in 2005, we did the second leg, and then he did the Motown thing in 20, 2010. So I've done wow. three tours with him. Yeah, yeah, just the nicest man and the nicest people around him, you know. So yeah, the kindness trickled down from the star, and it was just it was just magical. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. More folks are signing on now. I know you guys are bashful, but you guys have been blowing up my phone. Now is the time to talk with actress and singer, okay? I am not the celeb on the show. I am just hosting for the evening. This is, the show is all about Connie Jackson and her brand-new uh, debut single. Uh, this is a worldwide exclusive. We're going to be playing that uh, in just a few moments. I'm going to share with you who else is actually logged on. You see how many people are logged in. This is absolutely incredible. New York is Ooh. in the house. Wow, Rochester, New York. Yay. I believe it's Ithaca, New York, Chappaqua, New York, the boroughs, Brooklyn, Queens, Harlem. Hey, guys, welcome to the Coffee Talk Party After Dark. I see you, Oregon, Yay. 713 folks. Hey, guys, Pennsylvania. Wow. Um, hey, there's my hometown, Houston, Texas. Hey, guys, so good to see you. Um, Vermont is in the building. Um, Wisconsin is in the building. And while I'm thinking about it, I'm looking at the, looking at the international folks that we're going to announce. We really want to um, send love and light and a prayer to um, Haiti. There was a huge, huge earthquake uh, sometime this morning. I've seen all the posts. I got everything on the news. Oh and it was like 7.5. 7. Uh, oh, 7.5. And so many people lost their lives. In Haiti, and so we just really want to send love and light, you know, um, yes. for those folks, um, because it was it's, they were already pretty devastated from what happened just a couple years. I know from still a couple recovering. years back, still absolutely still recovering. Wow, um, I see Chicago was in the building. All right, uh, my hometown, hometown. my hometown. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay, and Ahura, 187 people are logged in. We have Joliet. Um, are you familiar with Joliet? Oh, yeah. Joliet. Naperville. Yep. Wow. Right. So where is, where is Joliet compared to where you grew up? Joliet was like, oh, my gosh. I'm, you know, it's really bad because I've now lived in Los Angeles longer than my hometown. <laughs> but Joliet was – I remember my, sis, my sister lived in Joliet for a minute. And so if I remember correctly – it was it was like maybe 35 minutes away from where I lived on the south side of Chicago. Now, don't ask me north, south, east, or east or west because I stink <laughs> at that. <laughs> My brother, every once in a while, he'll tell, talk about streets and stuff in Chicago, and I have no idea where he's talking about anymore because, you know, can't remember. It's I been totally like 35 understand. years. Yeah. <laughs> wow, no, I totally, totally understand. Um, I think the last time I was in Chicago, wow, I'm really telling on myself, guys, I stayed at the Congress Plaza Hotel. I could see Lake Michigan from my room and Navy mm-hmm. Pier, and my son was graduating from Great Lakes Naval Academy. I think I got that right. And oh, Lord wow. Jesus, that was, that was probably, oh, Lord. 
Oh God, I can't even think. I can't even think of a year. I have to say it's, it's been at least it's been at least twenty years since I was in Chicago. Wow, I yeah. used to drive it's, past it's been twenty years. The Great Lakes Naval Base to get to a um, a singing job I used to have back at the wow. theme park. I used to buy, I remember that sign <laughs> driving past the Great Lakes Naval Base sign. Yeah. <laughs> wow, because that's right. It it was really it was funny. We were I remember we were leaving the city. And it was kind of really like way out, and then you begin to see all the lakes. So I was like, yep. "Oh, this is why it's called Great Lakes. You got to pass all the lakes That's right. in order to get to the naval base." And I'll say, "Never ever go to Chicago when it was icy cold." And I'm like, "Lord <laughs> Jesus, where the cold gets up under, it gets to your bones." I was like, "I'm a California girl. I'm not used to the cold." Why do you think but... I'm out here? <laughs> <laughs> because of those. <laughs> Because of those winters, and I think the other place that I remember, which was one of my favorites, and I wonder if it's still there, um, it was kind of like um, our Broadway here. Was, I think it was Filene's Basement. They have the best things ever there, Filene's Basement in Chicago. So Filene, you know what? I never went there. I ne- it wasn't, <laughs> you know, I never went there. I, I never went there. I always heard about it, but I, I've never gone. Super, super cute stuff. Kind of. Kind of sort of like a Macy's, kind of like, kind of like a Right, it was like show. everybody had got deals, yeah. Exactly, deals. Yeah. exactly, exactly. So I have a question that I want to pose to you, and I would love for you to mm-hmm. think about it, but I want to get into some of your music, and then we're going to get into some of your acting, and we want to know because um, Guy's class is now in session. We have the award-winning actress. Singer Connie Jackson, and she has got the juice, she's got the good, and we just want to know everything because we want to be like her when we grow up, guys. So, my question to you is when you listen to music, would you say that it transports you to a different place or time? Something to think about. Something to think about. And we want to go ahead and play. This day, so everyone can hear what I've already heard. The chat room is open. We're going to live tweet as we are playing this day by my very special guest, actress and singer, Connie Jackson, guys. Oh, boy. This day is filled with every 
gospel recording artist Felicia. I aspire to reach millions with my powerful message that provides hope and speaks truth. Need a spiritual lift? Pick up my CD, I Long For You, on iTunes and CD Baby. And you'll hear the music right here on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. Sunday's gospel segment aired and broadcasted live with my friend and the darling of radio, Miss Bridget Lewis. Visit the official website, www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, this is Marjane, a contemporary gospel recording artist. Do you love good coffee and a great chat? Well, today is your chance to peek behind the curtain with your favorite artist. Are you celebrating a birthday? If so, join us with the Coffee Talk Jazz Radio Birthday Club. Send us a text at 562-355-0311 or email us at coffeetalkjazzradio at msn.com. We'll also give you a live shout-out and plenty of Twitter love. You never know what you might win. Call us today if it's your birthday at 347-934-0108. Be sure to follow our tweets and also follow us on Facebook. So happy birthday from Miss Bridget and the Coffee Talk Jazz crew. And we are back and we're broadcasting live. You're listening to the very best in Blog Talk Radio. Here at Coffee Talk Jazz with your girl on the mic, Miss Bridget Lewis, on this beautiful Sunday evening with my very special guest, singer-actress Connie Jackson. And you all just heard this day, and I'm telling you guys, I have water in my eyes because I just love <laughs> this song, and it just touches me at my core. And that's what I think mm-hmm. music does. It should touch you at your core, right? Oh, yeah. It's healing. It's healing. It's magical. <laughs> it's so good. And so the question before we went to break um, was, when you listen to music, does it transport you to a different place or time? It just, I feel music is really calming to me, and it depends on what mm. I'm doing. Like, you know, if I... It, what I listen to on a road trip, if I'm driving to Palm Springs or something, it's completely different to if I just want to erase what's going on in the world and just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Calgon, take me away. Just it depends on what I'm, what I, what I need from it because it always delivers. So, but yeah, it does wow. take you out of the moment that you're in. For me, it takes you out of the moment you're in, or it enhances the moment that you're in. You know, if you're chilling out and whatever, and you put on whatever your favorite type of music, it's, you know, you just kind of go with it and, you know, it just takes you away. That's how it is for me. It's, wow. You know, it can be you soothing. It can so be much. soothing when you're sad. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. You can party with it. Wow. It can, it can, so it's all of that. It covers all things. You can definitely party with it. It definitely uh-huh. covers all the bases. When you set that, it reminded me of a conversation that I had with uh, singer-songwriter Phil Perry years ago, and he says, "You must be." He says, um, "You and my wife, you guys must have got together." And I said, "No, Phil, no, 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 no. <laughs> we're not planning anything." And so I asked him specifically, and I said, "When you sing, 
I said, um, who do you sing for? And I thought his answer was quite interesting. And so he says, depending on the mood, I don't really like mm-hmm. what you just said in a different way. Depending on the mood, he says, sometimes I sing for myself. Sometimes yep. I sing for my wife. Sometimes I sing to my wife. Sometimes mm-hmm. I sing because it's very, um, it's very healing. It's kind of really cathartic. It kind of takes right. me away. It's kind of a, mm-hmm. of, a, of a reset. And so I'm just saying, wow, I am so grateful for the music yeah. Um, yeah. that is in my life and for so many incredible mm-hmm. musicians that I've had the opportunity to support and market and, and work with. And I'm telling you, I don't know where we'd be without music. I, I just don't know. Well, it's, it's, it's also, to add on to what you were just saying, it's like an exhale. You know what I mean? Ooh, that's it's, good. That feeling like when you want to do it, it's like exhaling for me. Singing is like exhaling. You know, it's just, ah, just let it out, you know. And it and the, it, the song is different. It's a different song for whatever, you know. So it, that's how I feel about it. It's like like letting, the, letting everything go, just exhale. That yeah. is just good. So. I want to switch over and I want to talk about your background as an actress. Somebody, let me just say that, because <laughs> you've got to wear all these different hats, all these different personalities, but I want to take it even further back than that. You are the youngest mm-hmm. of four, and uh-huh. you live in Chicago, and when did it hit you, and how did it hit you? It's like, hey, Mom, hey, Dad, I think I just <laughs> want to pack up and go to Los Angeles, and I'm going to be an actress. And I want to know, did a pin drop? Um, did you get the long-eyed <laughs> stare? Like, how long did it take you to actually make the transition, leaving Chicago, getting to L.A., and then we'll get into some other questions. I know that was a lot, but we're in no, session, got, no, classes very, in session tonight, guys. <laughs> it was very clear. Um, no, I, my parents have, were always um, supportive of all of that, you know, and I, I got a lot of training. It's kind of funny, but I got, I worked at a theme park in Chicago and that's where a bunch of my training was just being on stage. Cause I did that for it. It was a, what most would consider a silly summer job. Um, but it was, it was before theme parks started having canned music. We, we, um, okay performed with a live 18 piece orchestra. I mean, it was a full on orchestra. And, and so that's where I got a lot of training and that's where I also met my lifetime friends. I make lifetime friends all the time. So here we are. When it came time to, to, when it, when it came time for me to move to California, it was because, um, I, of some friends I had met working at the theme park, they all lived in Northern California, but they all had moved down to LA. So when I got when it came time for me to move here, I had friends who were kind enough to give me guidance as to where I could live and all these. One friend even let me live in his place while he was he worked on movies, and he was going to be gone for a few months. And he's like, "Stay at my place until you get settled." And so it was. I had a bunch of I had a nice little tribe here that helped with my transition a lot. Um, but yeah, I I drove out here from Chicago. Um, a nice three-day drive with my brother, who then flew back home to Chicago after we got here. Um, and then I just 
kind of jumped into auditioning. I was, I did theater. I was, I, I was a singer first. I'm always a singer first, but then I fell in love with acting. And once I got here, I was still singing a lot, whatever. And then I just, I started doing TV commercials and stuff and the acting. I, I really wanted to pursue the acting side that, that really kind of grabbed me, you know? So, you know, it kind of, everything kind of progressed on its own in its own time. Wow. It's so interesting yeah. to hear, um, hear people's journeys and everything that you're saying. I'm like, yeah, this, cause you said you were a singer first and then an mm-hmm. actress and then a voiceover, then a voiceover artist. I mean, you are really living the dream that someone else would <laughs> love to live. And so, yes. And I know, and I know it wasn't all pieces and cream. I know it absolutely wasn't because you had to, like right. you said, transition. But then again, you had right. your community, you had your tribe, and it's so, so important to have that. So what would you say to someone who was listening in? And guys, the chat room is open. Go ahead and pop those questions in there. I see you guys hanging out on the board. You guys know I've got two amazing gifts to give away. And um, <laughs> I, I, I'd like to hold on to them. But why? I mean, I specifically pulled them out for Connie's uh, show this evening, and I really, really, really want to give them away. So don't make me put it back in the box, guys. Okay. So with that being said, so for someone who's listening in for the first time and they say, God, you know what? I've been pursuing acting. Things are not going according to plan. They're really getting a little discouraged. So what's maybe mm-hmm. like a one, two, three step that you can share with them so they don't lose heart and they don't give up? Well, there, well, here's the thing. There isn't, there aren't any steps because here's the thing. Everybody has each person's journey. The main thing you cannot compare your journey to somebody else's because it's very <laughs> easy. Because we, it's very easy to see that person who just started. All of a sudden, their star catches on and takes off, and you've been toiling away for years and years and doing something you can't you you gotta stay the course because I've had those moments you know Mm -hmm. a long time ago where you get discouraged and all of that it's only natural because you you hear no a lot as an actor you hear no all the time and so each but the biggie is do not compare your journey to your friend or somebody else because that'll make you nuts That'll make you nuts, and and you know you'll it'll it's like why isn't it happening for me? I've been doing everything that everybody says you're supposed to do. There and there's no hard or fast rule anymore, especially with social right. media and the way people do things. But my hard fast rule is, as an actor or a singer, know your stuff. Don't let mm. don't get caught up in the. Well, you know, because people now are caught up in getting followers and all this stuff. That's taken on a, a life of its own. But you really, really so do ridiculous. have to know what you're, you really have to know what you're doing. You need to know your lines. You need to know how you're doing whatever. You need to know your part. Know what you know. You can, you always have to do the work. Can always fall back on that work, but you cannot always fall back on followers. You, you know what I mean? You you have to know yeah. what you're doing. If you know what you're doing, you can do anything. Wow. You said that once again. Um, it was like a little light bulb moment came on. It's like, how can you compare? <clears throat> I had a young lady that I was coaching, and she was like, oh, my God. You know, but you just seem like you're so much further. 
you know, that I'm going to figure out I can never get there. And I said, and she's 22, and I said, I am. Oh, 22, she's got a long way to go. (laughs) Right. I said, I am three times your age. I said, and you've got to put some skin in the game. You've got to put in the time. You've got to, I said, and there's, there's so many different life lessons that you're going to learn along the way that are going to really help you. Yeah. So by the time you get to where you're going, you have a good, mm-hmm. strong, solid, firm foundation because you're going to need yep. a foundation because when you're as, as an actor, or an actress, a singer, whatever profession you're in, you've got to have a some kind of foundation because if you're unstable, you, you know, if you're going to fall mm-hmm. apart as a Lisa Wim, if someone tells you no and I said, people telling you no, working in the arts yeah. and entertainment space. I mean, oh, my God, when I got started back in 2007, I didn't have a Rolodex. I didn't know anyone in Hollywood. I was completely mm-hmm. green, and I just knew that I loved music. I loved people. I knew that I had a right. gift, and mm-hmm. I was told no so many times. Oh, yeah. my God. But I was, I was, I just, I was undaunted by that because I didn't get into it for the whole money. I mean, I just love people and I wanted to serve them mm-hmm. and help them with my gifts. And that ended right. up opening up the doors to help other people. And I think if, if, if people look at the why, there's always the yeah. why. We know that, right? When you look oh, at yeah. the why is why you do, do something, then yeah. to me, that will allow you to really stay the course, not get yeah. discouraged and not just say, oh my God, this isn't for me. You've got to put in that time energy yep. and the work, but you said something that was so key. Know your business. Know your line. So with that said, we want to know, okay, you work on one of the <laughs> top rated shows. Okay. My sister is in love with Mark Harmon. Hey, Mark, if you're listening, she loves she loves Mark, and we know that you have a reoccurring role on NCSI special, um, NCSI and you play his NCIS, sorry, NCIS. You play his favorite, um, the favorite um, waitress, Elaine. And so people mm-hmm. want to know, first of all, how do you learn your lines? How long does it take you to learn your lines? And have you ever flubbed? I know that's a lot that came in through the chat. <laughs> oh, it's one of those things where it's like you just, I have to repetition, repetition, repetition. That's how I learn my lines, repetition until I don't have to think of them, think about them. It, they become oh, wow. second nature. I'm repetition. I have to re- I read stuff over and over and over and over. And, and it depends on how much I have. Like if you have pages and pages of something, rep- it's repetition, repetition. But then I also will record the lines a lot and listen, uh, and listen in the car. Like, it's fun. You're going to laugh. I treat it like learning a song sometimes, depending on what it is. Mm, I like that. Uh, That's so good. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah. <laughs> and I would, yeah, I would not have thought of that. Uh-huh. It depends on what it is. You know, I, it, it's funny because I, I've only had one moment in my life where I was scared to death. It was during, uh, for a play. And there were only three of us on stage and we were on stage the entire hour and a half. And um, it was not written like a like normal dialogue. My dialogue had all three people on stage. Our dialogue had nothing to do with the other person. So trying to figure out where you were during the show was really difficult. 
So, but I've never, that is the one time I've never been that frightened on stage since or before. Just petrified. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my one moment during that particular show, and I was supposed to be, like, moving this chair, because I had lots of little movement things that had to be had to happen at a certain time, but you just had to just keep going. And I got to this one set of lines of dialogue as I'm moving the chair and I'm looking at the, leaning over, looking at the seat of the chair, and I went completely blank. And I just stood there, and luckily nobody else. It was a, it was an experimental play, so nobody knew the show. <laughs> but oh, I had to stand there for a second. So they, to them, I was just taking a little dramatic pause, or it could have been part of the show. But I had to stand there and gather myself, and inside I'm panicking, and then it came to me. But I, I still have, I've never been that frightened on stage before, or since. Wow. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Everyone is so excited. You guys, I really want to give these gifts away tonight. Our show's call-in number is 914-205-5995. Um, I really, when I say I really, these you guys, these are so delicious and so juicy. I really, really, really <laughs> want to give these uh, when they're near and dear to my heart. And, and once I give them away, when uh, someone raises their hand, you guys just press one on the phone. I see you guys hanging out on the board. We're going to go to a commercial in just a moment, mm-hmm. but here's what we'd love to know. Another question that's coming through the chat, um, because your voice is so melodious, it's so beautiful. Do you have a – you're welcome. Folks in the chat want to know, do you have a ritual, some type of warm-up, something you do before you prepare to sing? Oh. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, you can you can answer now. We've got plenty more questions for you because like class okay. is in session, so you're teaching us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I'm kind of a bad girl. Um, it depends Uh-oh. on what I'm doing and when I'm doing it, because there's some stuff that just talking. I'll do a natural just warm up, just talking during the day. And that, it, that just depends on, you know, there's, that's if I don't have to do anything crazy, you know, like a lot of high, you know, hitting some high notes, whatever, or just living in the middle of my voice. But there are times when I have, if it's something I have to do in the morning, I have to get up a couple hours ahead of time and just start slowly warming up, just whether it's humming or I don't have a ritual. I really don't. I'm, I'm really bad because I never took voice lessons. And so I'm really bad at <laughs> certain things. Um, but um, I have to say, I've gotten, I've started to do warm ups a little more now. And I, because I have, because uh, um, when I was going through, I told you about the health care, when I was going through chemo, this was, this was all back in 2018. I'm totally fine now and all of that. So don't worry. Um, the one thing that changed. I, I would try to sing in the car and nothing, okay. I couldn't control my voice whatsoever. Couldn't control oh. anything. So it was very scary. And that, that, that scared me more than what I was going through because I was no, at no time during my treatment or anything that I feel like my life was in danger. So it wasn't that it's just the thought of, Oh my gosh, is this going to take my voice away? 
So that was very mm. scary. But over, but months over the months, my voice started to come back after all the, you know, I was done with all the treatment. So all the, all that poison that was in my body was getting out of me. But that that scared me a lot because I couldn't sing about this. I couldn't. I it sounded like, like my voice was very weak. Couldn't control mm. anything coming out of my mouth. But. So that's another reason why this day is such a special song to me, because it's the first thing I ever did after all of that. And it's the first single I ever released, you know, so that's why that song is so special at this point in time. So, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Powerful, powerful answer. So we're going to go to a commercial really quickly. We've got Morgan Coffee and Great Chat is still brewing. We're going to give a shout out to Starbucks, you guys, thank you so much for my iced vanilla chai latte with the Texas cinnamon. It's so delicious. So right now, we're going to listen to a amazing saxophone player, international recording artist, Gary Honor, with his track, Summer Cool. We'll be back with more good coffee and great chat with actress, singer, songwriter, Connie Jackson. <laughs>
Cantora de jazz, pianista e arranjadora. Você ama um pouco de jazz no seu café? Sintonize toda semana na Radio Los Angeles Coffee Talk Jazz como apresentadora Bridget Lewis. Each guest brings intense passion to their music. You'll hear seasoned pros and indie artists in the mix and you'll enjoy a buffet of genres. Listen in. You'll hear bebop, fusion, urban contemporary, classic, Brazilian and Latin flavors with plenty of big band sounds. The show's call-in number is 1-347-934-0108. Pick up my current project from the heart. It's available at all national retailers. Visit my website at www.dianemarino.com. And stop by the official Coffee Talk site at www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com. Enjoy the show. <clears throat> Then I will to Diane Marino. Thank you so much, Diane. I told you guys that Coffee Talk Jazz is an international show. We are heard all across the country and even around the world. We have been around for the last 15 years, and I looked at the stats today before the show, and I was absolutely blown away looking at all the downloads from our previous shows, and I am looking at all the folks that are logged in. So let me tell you about some of this international love They've been really quiet, but now the questions are starting to really fly in. I need one person <laughs> to press the one on their phone because I want you guys to talk with Connie and ask a question that's relevant to acting, voiceover artists, singer, all of that. I mean, talk about class is really in session, guys. You guys have a master teacher here tonight. And if I were oh. you, I'd have my number two pencil out. I'm telling you guys, and I would be <laughs> writing, taking down notes. So I hope that you are. So, with that being said, let me tell you who is hanging out. I don't even know what time it is in Aruba, you guys. Welcome to the Coffee Talk Party. I see you guys on the board. I am looking at Barbados. Hey, guys. I believe this is Anguilla. Hello, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Coffee Talk Party. Brazil. Hello, South America. I see you guys. Cameroon, wow, that's Central Africa. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for chiming in. The Cayman Islands, I see you. I see who else is hanging out with us. 
both from Dubai. Wow, they do love music in Dubai. Hey, guys, welcome to the party. And last but not least, oh, my goodness, Jamaica. Jamaica's in the building. Uh, Hey, guys. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, that I'm so glad. That's a great segue into my next question. I didn't you know I was going to ask you about travel. Um, <laughs> um, I miss traveling right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so I was going to ask you this. I'm certain that your passport has been stamped many times over. What is your favorite course of call? Oh, my gosh. I, I have to say my, I love France. Um, we did a bunch mm. of stuff in France, but I, um, so there's places, you know, you hit places that you're like, oh, what are these days? I'm going to go back there. Um, of course. But I, you know, because we went so many places with Phil that I had never expected to even go, you know, mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, we just hearing you talk about Dubai being on, you know, they're tuned in. We went to, you know, we did Dubai and a bunch, just a ton of places. That you know was the beauty of traveling, you know, having the privilege of traveling with somebody, um, mm-hmm. you know, who's taking you around the world, and it's just like I said, it's it was a bucket list moment of just wow, wow. you're really doing this, you know, and um, and also too, it, it made me. I I've always said that I wish high school students or or young people travel. I wish that was something that was a regular thing for. Students, oh my you know, goodness! Because all of these places, you hear you hear little sound bites on the news, or and but you have no idea what the actual people are like. So you know, on the second leg of Phil's tour, we went to a bunch of places that he had never been. Um, you know, we did. We actually played Beirut. We played Tel Aviv. We wow! Oh my goodness. We did Moscow and St. Petersburg and the all, you know, all places I would never have gone on a vacation to, you know, that I would not have even thought to go. Um, some places we got in and out before, you know, cause some you can't go to anymore. Um, right, but right, it was, right. just, it was educational as, you know, as far as the, it, it was aside from the starstruck thing, it was educational and, you realize these people who are just snippets on a newscast are beautiful, lovely people. Mm. You know, don't learn that. You you have to go there to sit, you know, to find that out. And so was immeasurable as far as like just an experience that I that will always live with me. You know, so it's it's mm. and hearing you mention all the people that are tuned in, it's like oh, those are places that I've always wanted to go and. Hopefully, you know, we'll be able to travel again and, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, well, first of all, I am, again, so beyond excited that you're sharing, really giving uh, folks that are tuning in the nuts and bolts of what it's really like to be um, a singer and actress. And can you share, um, one of the questions came in through the chat room, someone wants to know, um, how do you prepare for a role if you have to um, use an accent? How do you prepare for that? That's a, that's a very interesting question. I like that. It's funny because <laughs> how do you de- I've had how to, do you develop accents for specific roles? That's the question. Well, you want first of all, you want to be as respectful as possible, and 
I usually, if I have friends from that who speak with that specific uh, act or whatever, and it's also too that ties back into music. I learn that yes. like I'm learning because you're hearing it. It's all about hearing it and just kind of mimicking, but you want to do it correctly. Um, but, you know, if I'm doing it, if I have to do a Jamaican accent or something like that, I have, I haven't gone to a hairdresser in forever, but my dear friend and former hairdresser, Joan, I just think of what she sounds like because she's from Jamaica. And, okay. you know, you kind of like, you kind of learn, you, you steal from everybody you meet. You know, that's acting, <laughs> acting is nothing but stealing. You steal little niblets from people, you know, that you remember. Somebody might have a little mannerism, a physical mannerism or something, and you just kind of, you know, kind of like you tuck that stuff away in your, the files in your head. There, there will be a time where you're like, hey, I know what fits here, that person's little tick or whatever it is. So, yeah, you just steal from people. <laughs> Wow. Or most people would would call it, you just observe. (laughs) Yeah. You just, you absolutely observe. You said that it reminded me of some of, um, Tyler Perry has so many movies out, so many television shows. You can't keep uh, kudos, kudos to him. But I think about some of the characters that he has to play when he is playing Medea, playing himself, playing, playing his playing his father, and I'm like, okay, how is he able, like, to do that without, like, breaking character, like, and then busting out laughing because it's just totally, totally hilarious. And so I I find myself, like, one of the – because I love poetry and I love writing. And so one of the people he always emulates when he does Maya Angelou, and so we've all heard that, right? Right. When he emulates emulates her, and I'm thinking, man, he sounds just like her. And so that's what you're talking about, that whole (laughs) – Emulation and kind of like you know you're hearing it and then you try and do it in your own in your own dialogue you know your own dialect mm-hmm. so 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 funny right. that was an amazing and that was an amazing question uh, that came through the chat so I want to get into Ooh. something fun I want to get into something fun now because you work a lot so typically on the set and we'll get into something fun but this is the question that that I want to know so typically you're you're on the set. How long are your days typically when you're on set? It depends on what what's going on. Um, I've had, you know, I have moments where I just have to be there for the day. Then there are the times okay. where you're there, you know, for a week or whatever. For um, for example, one of the the last that we did that we shot before the the quarantine, before the everything shut down. Mm-hmm. Um. I spent a week there. And so we had a, a few, like there were a couple of 15 hour days. There was a 12 okay. hour day. Then there was, then there was another day where we were only there for maybe like seven hours or something like that. But it kind of, it, it, it's, it's a, it's an interesting, it sounds long, which it is, mm-hmm. but you're doing what you love to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? It's not like you're spending 15 I, hours. Me, I, I get a job it. That you just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and 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 you, you get to watch other people be fabulous. You know, you, you it's wow. You 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 can sometimes be there for even longer. You know, it just depends on what right. what's going on and how they're doing it. But yeah, but it's it's fun. They take care of you. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you can go back and... I totally get it. I totally and completely yeah. get it. Um, I'm looking at the questions again that are coming to the chat from you guys. Um, I need you guys to press the one on the phone and then ask kind of the question. Like, you guys you guys are asking me the question like bashfully through the chat room. That is, like, so funny. Um, but <laughs> oh, I, I, told, I know, right? Like, this is not the time. Uh, and then I'm just saying this to you guys that are still tuning in and you guys that are listening. Do not send me a text and do not call me and say, oh, my God, now I know that you know her. Now, can you call and ask for this? No, I absolutely cannot. You have to go to her professional website and ask her yourself. So with that being said, where can we purchase your beautiful music? Where can they book you for an event? How can they find you? Because they are loving this show tonight. Oh, good. Um, I have My website is simply www.connyjackson.com, and there are all the links for where you can get the single downloaded or get it from iTunes, uh, Spotify, do me and follow me on Spotify. Um, it's on all the uh, music platforms, wh- whatever you use, Deezer, Tidal, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, all of them. It's there. Amazon, even on Amazon. So, uh, and those fun. links are on my, my website. Um, they're right there. That you can find it nice and easy. We did all the work for you. <laughs> so easy. So simple, guys. Yeah. So yeah. let's get into some fun, fun facts. Okay, so we want to know, you work so incredibly hard. So we want to know your favorite dessert. And someone says, we know it's ice cream. I'm like, you guys don't know that. I'm like, okay, I'll ask her. <laughs> so they want to know, do you like Ben and Jerry's or Hagen Dogs? And if so, what's your favorite flavor? I said she's a hogging dog, so what do you say? Oh, it must. I used to be heavily addicted to hogging dog's butter pecan ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I knew it! I knew it! Oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> I, I used to be heavily butter. If I can find a really good butter pecan ice cream, it's the bet. That's that's my thing. However, you know what's really funny? Yeah. And I, well, I would. I'm not gonna get. I. I won't give a plug, but a friend of mine who's another actress, she's an amazing actress singer, she started her a vegan ice cream um, and, and desserts and all that stuff. And she was like, you got to try my butter pecan. And I was like, okay, it's my favorite flavor and all that. <laughs> it, is the best, it is the best butter pecan I've ever had. Ever. What? Ever. Yeah. Oh my yep. gosh. Wow. Uh-huh. Yep. Wow. Um, she's, she's doing great with that stuff and, and she's, and it's, it's amazing. You that know, is so it's, good it's to pretty, hear. It's pretty, also doing well in the pandemic. That is fantastic. I know, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's my favorite mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. So, um, I was going to say, I was going to say another flavor. I was going to say pralies and cream, but that was, that was close. That was I was close. You know what's but funny? I, I knew back when I knew, I, I knew in my twenties. In my twenties, <laughs> it was pralines and cream from from Baskin Robbins. Oh back when God. I was twenty and could eat all that stuff. <laughs> Body is very different now. I was like, ah, I still went to oh, yeah. ice cream. I'll stick with some some low fat yogurt every now and again. Okay, oh, yeah. so <laughs> fans want to know cat or dog. Both. She loves cat or dog. Both. 
I I okay. I I have both. I have two dogs and three cats. Oh, because I also do. Goodness. I was involved. I'm involved in animal rescue as well, so it's all of that. Yeah. Yes. So yes, I love them yes, both. Yes, yes, I'm so glad you said that because I was like, you know, she's an advocate for animals and she loves them. So I'm so glad That's that right. you brought that up. So now we want to know what kind of. We know that you are. Um, we know that you love cats. We know you love dogs. So now we want to know what kind of dogs do you have, and now we want to know their names. Now we're just nosy. <laughs> <laughs> I have. The first dog, I have um, Buffy, named after the vampire slayer. Um, Buffy is uh, a little white multi poo. She's she's eleven years old now. Um, she was a rescue. All of our animals were a rescue. Were rescued. Okay, that and was mine. our my other dog is Lucy. She's a little Chihuahua. And we have three cats. Um, um, oh, I'm being a bad mom. We have three cats. Uh, Sabrina. <laughs> Sabrina, Willow, and Bob. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Wow. I have a cat named Bob. <laughs> this is so good. Um, yes. My dog is a rescue as well. And being that I am the coffee lady and that I absolutely just love jazz, my dog, mm-hmm. I named, my, my son gave him to me for a Valentine's Day gift 12 years ago. And his name is, you guys do not laugh. Okay, I have to say this. My son said, Mom, I know you're kind of really going through a lot right now, and I just really want to see you smile again, Mom. So there was a lady. Yeah, there was a lady who had a litter. um, and Her dog had a litter. The lady had a litter. The dog had the litter. (laughs) And there was one, right? There was one that was like a little runt. And so the mama mama did not want the dog. She just would kind of push to the side. The mama didn't want the dog. Yeah, and so... My son said, he said, Mom, because I saw, he said, I, I saw the dog, and I've I got to tell you this name. You're just probably just going to laugh. He left me like a little trail, like a little scavenger hunt. And he says, Mom, i got a surprise for you. Like, you know, go, in the, go down the hall, look at the bathroom, and then go to the patio. And like, all these things. I was like, okay, like, what is it? Like, what is it? And I finally get to the bedroom and then get to the balcony. And at that time, I was at a condo in Long Beach. And uh-huh. I'm up on the fourth floor, and the and the little dog was just shivering and shaking. I'm oh. like, Lord Jesus, he had he had a little bowl with spaghetti. And I'm like, I'm so done right now. And he was so little. He fit in the palm of my hand, and I saw my. I immediately came. I, I picked him up. I was like, Oh my goodness! And my son had named the dog Kwame. I was like, What? What kind of name is Kwame? Like, what is that? Right. <laughs> No, absolutely not. So because I love Quincy Jones, he's such a, a prolific songwriter, composer. So oh, I, named yes. him, um, I named him Quincy, but I call we call him Q for short. So uh, his official name is Q Lewis Miller Esquire. He has his tag, his shot. Oh, my God. Me and my mommy. And I promise you guys when I'm done, I'm going to post a picture on Instagram awesome. of Q because He's coffee talk security. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my so god! That's so sweet. That's so sweet. <laughs> oh my god! I'm cracking myself right up right now because I absolutely love dogs. So we're so excited that you are really into the animal rescue. And I think it's a big deal because you know the dogs, you know the pups, like they become like he's like my family. Like when I get in the car, I'm like come on, oh, you like let's oh, go. Yeah. I yep. open the door and he's hilarious. He gets in the back seat, and he's just chilling out. Oh, yeah, they love car rides. 
They love getting in the car. They're mad at me right now because I have them in the back room while I'm doing this. So they're like, hey. <laughs> like, let us out. So we're going to be winding down so you can, so you can open up the door because I'm sure they probably want to go out. So a couple more questions. So we want to know, do you like gold or silver? Gold or silver? silver. What's your... Oh, silver. oh my God! Silver, Woman after my own heart. That's mm-hmm. it. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yep. Um, this is this has been such an incredible time tonight. We adore you. We are fascinated oh. by your life, your career, um, your contribution to television. And someone wants to ask a question before you run. Okay, okay. They they go. Okay, so. Um, what's the question that's coming through? So I know that you are a voiceover artist and that you've been on numerous and countless television commercials. They want to know um, what commercial, um, what was the last commercial you recorded? They want to know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's the last commercial? Where was the last commercial we saw? And you can't see her. Of course, you have to hear her voice. This is funny. The way no, that they're, no, trying, no. To, they're all, trying to write it. All in. the okay. commercials. Yeah, all the commercials I ever did, I, I do them as an actress. I've done them as an beautiful. actress. Not as beautiful, a voiceover Beautiful, so, Okay, beautiful. Um, okay. I think the last one was like around, oh, man, it's been a minute. Um, it was around Christmas. There was a there was a, a commercial that came out around um, the time of the, was it the playoffs or something? I'm so not a sports person, so I don't know when things happen, but I just remember <laughs> It, because it was a spot where everybody was singing, put a little love in your heart. So I'm riding in a cab, singing in the back seat, whatever, all of that. So it was that. So it was singing and acting at the same time. Oh, that was one time that happened. But it was LeBron James was in it and all that and all that stuff. So it was, it, it was like oh, a nice. holiday into the new year kind of spot. Um, but I've had some a long, you know, I had like other ones that ran for a long time and stuff and and um. Um, but yeah, it's it's really it's really fun. It's really fun, you know. Wow. wow. Things. Um, yeah. We are so excited again about your career, about your contributions to the arts and entertainment space. Um congratulations on all your incredible success. We wish you nothing but continued success, love and light. Thank we you. cannot wait to see you back on NCSI. Please hug Mark Harmon for my sister, Lois. Hey, Mark. <laughs> and she would love please. to know. She's, she would love to know that he's the nicest man on two legs. Oh, very, my very goodness. Nice. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is super, super exciting to hear. And another thing I want to share with you guys, um, just really quickly, we have our magazine that is coming out, you guys. You do not want to miss the next issue of Coffee Talk Jazz Magazine that is going to be hitting. It's going to be out maybe about the next, probably I want to say like two or three weeks, maybe before folks are still calling in, still trying to get in. Sorry, and doors closed. No, editorial deadline is. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you guys are late to the party, but maybe you guys can catch the next one uh, that will come out in October or November. But coming to the show, we have a saxophonist. He is impactful. Um, he is an incredible saxophonist. He's out of the Sacramento area, and his name is Sean Rayford, and he has a brand-new project entitled Man with a Horn. He's got some original tunes and some covers, and he is so good, right? And additionally, we have uh, Berkeley alumni coming, Berkeley alumnus, rather, 
that's coming. His name is Nick Smith, and he's traveled all across the globe. So he has a really incredible story, too, and his CD is entitled Romance. And so we're going to hear about um, why he wrote the song, who he wrote it for, and we may even have his wife chime in a little bit because he actually wrote it for her. I'm giving too much away, but you won't even know that unless you guys are tuned in to the show. So those guys will be coming on uh, Saturday the 20th, which will be Nick first, and then the 22nd will be will be Sean, and I'm going to leave um, our very special guest, Connie Jackson, with the last word. We're going to take it out with playback by my friend, uh, Phil Denny. So what do you want the fans to know most about you? We'll leave you with the last word. Oh, my. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm, uh, I'm very simple. I'm just going to ask everybody to just, be aware because of what we're going through and all that. Just be kind to each other. Just be kind. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know what other people, people, everybody's got some stuff, but just be kind, be gentle and just, you know, I don't know. That's, that's a heavy, that's a big responsibility. You just gave me Bridget. <laughs> I know. Look, look, you've done the heavy lifting already. So you've shared your heart. You know about your beautiful uh, pets, about your commercials, about everything that's going on. So <laughs> we just want to say thank you for taking the time to hang out with us uh, at Coffee Talk um, Jazz After Dark. We appreciate you. You and I, we will talk at thank a later you. time offline. And um, also to your um, agency family, uh, Sundial, the Sundial Agency, if Robert is listening, hello. We appreciate you so much. <laughs> And yes. we want to say with music in our hearts and with jazz in our souls, we want to thank you, our friends, fans, and supporters for making Coffee Talk Jazz award-winning number one. We love you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.